what do they call it? They call it uh, Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. That's right. What's going on, guys? Royale Cheese here, and we're brought to you episode number 24. Exciting things here. Exciting things. Yeah, uh, Bad Boys, baby. Bad Boys 2, Bad Boys for Life. The franchise and Michael Bay that keeps on giving. Well, the last one wasn't Michael Bay. That's but, true. That. I right. mean, it. You could have thought it was. <laughs> so let's get us started off. I mean, if you haven't heard of what Bad Boys is, it's basically two hip detectives, basically enforcing the law in their own style. Yeah, they're protecting a witness. Obviously, it's the whole plot to the first one. Uh, May 1995, directed by uh, Michael Bay. One of his um, kind of one of his first ones. So it's not it's not full blown Michael Bay till the last ten minutes. Yes, yeah, but because uh, yeah. they had a low budget, I believe. Uh, I mean, low for Michael Bay. Nineteen. Oh, for mil? sure. Yeah, for Michael Bay, it's low. Nineteen mil. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty. During no. this time, there's a lot right. of buddy cop movies, and you know, coming around, and um, it's it's okay. I think on standards, I'm just gonna be straight up honest with you guys. I really do not care for the Bad Boys franchise in general. Yeah, it's it's definitely not one of our strongest franchise. I mean, I mean, they, it's it's. It, it's I Michael Bay. I just don't know what to say. This year, I've watched more Michael Bay than I've ever wanted to again. So I think I'm taking a Michael Bay hiatus. I think he has, like, realistically, he has two good movies. I, mean, I haven't seen all of his. I haven't seen, like, um his some of his from the 90s. But I think 13 Hours and Transformers are his only, like, Transformer, the first one, that's it, are yeah. his only, like, good movies. I, I'd agree with that. Um, And the actors in this movie is Will Smith and... Martin Lawrence, and obviously Will Smith is in a ton of movies, but Mar- this is probably Martin Lawrence's biggest role in movies. Yeah, I, I, mean, I would agree. That's what I'd say personally. We I mean, also have uh, is he is he like a he's a comedian? He had a TV show and no, stuff. No, 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 no. Uh, the tech guy, basketball player. Oh, John Sally. Yeah, John yeah, Sally John makes Sally appearance in both a, Bad uh, Boys and Bad Boys Two. So that. That's yeah. pretty cool, you know, bad boys for life, you know. Uh, yeah, so basically this movie is just uh, this one lady sees a murder take place, she escapes, and she'll only talk to Will Smith's character. But the problem is she doesn't really know what he looks like, so Martin Lawrence has to go in because and Will pretend that out. he's Mike Lowry, which is Will Smith's character. And this movie, I mean, what basically you have, you have Will Smith who's like this playboy millionaire because he got a trust from from his dad and now he became a cop because he wants to protect things but he doesn't do things by the books i mean he's kind of like just goes and blows things up right martin lawrence on the other hand is kind of with him but he's just a down-to-earth kind of man he's a family man has a wife you know and he, he's a little bit more laid back and not as much of like a playboy style as um will smith so basically martin lawrence now has to protect this girl because she thinks he's mike lowry things and Sue, basically, there's tension in the relationship because he has to kind of go out every night and live at Will yeah. Smith's house. It's just, it's okay. I, I definitely will say for a Will Smith, or no, Will Smith movie, for a Michael Bay movie, this actually has somewhat of a storyline. Like, most Michael Bay movies have a really, really, really bad storyline. Yeah, I'm not I, saying I this agree. is the most solid storyline ever, but... It is somewhat of a storyline for a Michael Bay movie. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Michael Bay at least is like, 
Uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's not a great storyline, but at least you're right. It has a storyline. I mean, the villains are cheesy, and it almost feels like they focus more on the buddy cop, like the relationship between them, the relationship between his wife. But, I mean, it doesn't really – it's not anything groundbreaking. I mean, a lot of people really love these this franchise and these movies, but yeah. uh, I think they're okay at best. I mean, I, you still got with Michael Bay, I mean, especially the openings, you still got that nasty saturation that he uses, that aesthetic that he uses that I don't understand why. Um, I mean, there's some funny parts in this movie I, for sure. I, I mean, mean, I enjoyed I would, some of it. I would say there's a couple. I'd say really the funniest part is when the boyfriend comes over. That is by far the funniest part in the movie. That's Bad Boys 2. No, it's in both of them. No, that's in Bad Boys 2 and then Bad Boys for Life. Oh, he gets married in Bad yeah, Boys yeah, for Life. Yeah, you got a little mixed up there, man. Well, anyways, that that's like probably the funniest scene in any of the Bad Boys. I mean, the, the, the like, funniest... The funny thing to me about the bad boy, the first one, is it's 90s Will Smith, you know. So he's kind of like the peak of his game. He's ripped. He's cut. You know, Martin Lawrence is even, you know, thin. He's kind of cut. I mean, it's not yeah. like Will Smith or anything. but I mean, Martin he's, Lawrence slowly threw out the trio. Yeah, the puts trilogy. Puts on about oh, for sure. 30 pounds each. Oh, movie. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I mean, I mean, this movie, you just don't care about the villains. There's kind of... No, they're not good villains. I mean, there's nothing. Basically, the whole fifteen million fifteen million dollars of this movie was spent in the last fifteen to twenty minutes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, that's where you get the classic Michael Bay explosions explosions after explosions and everything. I mean, that's where you get it. So also, you have an ending line in all these movies, like the first one. It's like Will Smith's like, "That's how you drive. That's how you drive." And the second one, Michael Smith, but Will Smith is like. That's how you shoot. That's how you shoot. It's like just a really dumb line. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, it was enjoyable. I mean, I don't if it's on TV or something or someone's watching it, I'll probably check it out. But I mean, it's not one of those movies I'm dying to go back to and rewatch by any means. I just say there's better cop movies. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, if, if you're looking for like a crime, yeah, cop buddy movie, cop movies, I for for sure think there's way better ones out there than Bad Boys. And if you're looking for a Michael Bay movie, I mean, there's better ones than that. If you're looking for a Will Smith movie, there's better ones than that. If you're looking for a Martin Lawrence, I mean, this is luck. the best of the best right here. Yeah, yeah this is Martin Lawrence's peak peak actually, because then you got a Bad Boys Two, which came out about eight years later, and um, in 2003, am I right? Yeah, 2003. So yeah. eight years later, he makes this movie. Now this movie goes to two and a half hours definitely stretches the limits right and this one is a little different it's just uh well what for we'll just give the ratings all at the end yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah yeah i agree and then uh so this one is martin lawrence and will smith are you know they're back together martin lawrence though is kind of like thinking about retiring you know it's becoming too dangerous his sister is now involved which is played gabriel union which will smith has romantic relationships with and they don't want to tell him and yeah. um i mean this is definitely the start of Martin Lawrence getting fat, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. But on a Michael Bay standpoint, this is a $130 million budget. Yep, he so, got his budget. <laughs> so, like, I mean, this one is definitely feels more like a Michael Bay movie. Now, for sure, it has a way cheesier plot. Like, this is more of a Michael Bay movie where there is no plot. Like, they throw something in, like, oh, we got to catch these bad guys, and, and we end up in a different country. Yeah, yep, that's how it happened. <laughs> I mean, uh... Definitely, Pain and Gain and Six Underground are like peak Michael Bay. <laughs> but Bad Boys Two is like 
it's the start of the peak. Like, yeah. this is oh, super, sure. super, super Michael I mean, they Bay. they literally blow up a whole house in this movie. They they blow up, like, everything in this whole movie. Yeah. I mean, it's basically uh, the plot that, again, is uh, two loose cannon narcotics cops investigate the flow of ecstasy into Florida from a Cuban drug cartel. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just, it's just explosion after explosion. This makes no sense whatsoever. And that's the one thing... I will say a respect about Michael Bay movies is he's like, I'm making the movie I want to make. And like this movie compared to the first one makes zero sense. Like the first one had a loose structure to it. Pretty much just a buddy cop movie where they just go into the relationship. No yep. villain. This movie just blows it out of the water. And is like, we're just going to blow up everything in sight, shoot up everybody. And I don't care. Yeah, and uh, John Sally appears in this one again. Hey, man, bad boys for life. I mean, he does play, like, a kind of a funny role. Like, he has that, it's like that one scene funny. But, I mean, as the movies get on, I, th- this is what I'd say comparison first to the second. I'd say the first one is more solid and just better acted, stuff like that. The second one is for sure more enjoyable. Because there's explosions every 10 seconds. There's, they try incorporating more comedy into it, but then again, the dialogue is way worse. Yeah, the movie's not way as too long. Like the third act of this film is basically a whole different movie. It's a new, it's a totally different Bad Boys movie, pretty yeah, much. They they probably realistically could have took an hour off this movie. Yeah, <laughs> the third act they team up with Delta Force. <laughs> it's like they what the heck am I watching? CIA and FBI. They yes. all like join in and all send members of their team. They're like, we're not gonna get involved, but we're gonna send you random dudes. Like what? Yeah, Bad Boys too. Like and one of his actually... buddies is involved in the cartel over in Cuba. <laughs> Yeah, like if what? Bad Boys, if Bad Boys the first one is like subtler Michael Bay, then Bad Boys two is like insane Michael Bay. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like the first, I don't know, hour and forty five minutes was actually like a little bit enjoyable, but that's third act was no, no, just. No. I I okay, go on. I'm gonna actually disagree with you here, but go on. I did not enjoy the third act. Like the so this is what I thought like. It was too overkill where it wasn't even, like, in the slightest believable. No, That's no, why d- I did not like just it. Just like we say in pretty much every episode that we've talked about so far, if we always reference Crank, it's probably our number one re- reference movie on this podcast. The movie is not great, doesn't have a great p- plot, and is not quite... I mean, it's over the top in many aspects, but it's just kind of dull. And yeah. finally, in that third act, they reach Crank level, and that's when I was just like, screw it. I'm enjoying myself. Yeah, but the difference is, once again, if they're going for that, I'm all on but board. But I felt like the third act was going for that. I'm, I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. The whole movie up to that third act is is not quite there. It's not quite at that crank level yet. But when they hit that third act, for me, I was just like, screw it. Like, sure. Yeah, but the difference is, if they're going for the whole movie to be unbelievable. Like, the first one, like, there really wasn't anything in it that was, like, so unbelievable at all. The second one, yeah, yeah, the second one kind of was, like, veering on that. But as soon as they got to the third act, it was like, I don't even know what just happened. Like, exactly. And that's what they like, like it. They're in trenches under the ground of somebody's mansion. Yeah, fighting with trenches. Delta Force. It's like trenches that they dug, like, just <laughs> in the last hour. I'm like, how do you dig a hole underneath the ground? Like, it didn't make any sense at all. Yeah, this movie just, just, just goes absolutely insane. RPGs, and then they make it to the 
minefield in the end, and you're just like, what is going on? The embassy. <laughs> they make it to the U.S. embassy. And yeah, this, like, yeah, this movie what is, is it, insane. And, I mean, and the, the last scene is Mike, Will Smith making out with, um, what's her name? Gabriel Union. Union, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah Martin Lawrence's sister. I mean, <sighs> I, I mean, the thing, the biggest problem I have with Michael Bay, I think, is this movie is pretty much nonstop action for two and a half hours, but the thing is, the action's not even good. Like it's not even solid. Like action, it's so chaotic the way he films and everything, where it really takes away from. Like I always think about Heat, like that shootout scene in Heat when they're running away from the cops and they shoot them all. You know, it feels yeah. real. It feels good. Yeah. It's like not just super chaotic, quick cuts and everything. But like Michael Bay's action scenes are almost boring because it's just like. Yeah, for constant sure. explosions, and after you've seen one, you've seen every single one for the next thirty minutes. I mean, it's nothing that special about it. Yeah, I I will say, um, once again, I kind of bring it back. I forgot because honestly, all these movies just kind of meshed together. But the scene where uh, what's his face comes over the daughter's date, for Reggie. Mom, I will actually say that was some. Pretty good acting done by Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. It's like how they play off each other. Obviously, yeah. it was all written. It, I guarantee none of it was like just them playing off each other. But it actually felt genuine, and it, that's why it was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was just good acting. And honestly, they picked the perfect... He was the, uh, he was the best pick that they could have picked acting that role. Yeah, he was, he was really funny in it. I agree with that 100%. I mean, he was just like this super, super awkward kid. Yeah, and like he tall messed with him lanky. so much. It is actually really funny. Like taller than Martin said, Lawrence. The, this one I think is Will. for sure funnier. But um, this is, there's definitely a, a decline in Martin Lawrence's performance. The first one, he actually looks like he cares and he's trying to be good. The second one, he cares less and in Bad well, Boys actually, for Life, he's pretty much abysmal. But, um,. He's actually a reasonable size. I mean, not to be like that, but like, if you're in an action movie, you kind of gotta be look like you fit the bill. Yeah, I mean, I, okay, listen, I I've seen a lot of reviews like overanalyzing this movie, and overanalyzing like just Michael Bay in general. And the only thing you know, especially after Six Underground, is that he has he doesn't put meaning in his films. His movies don't mean anything. Like. Don't think hard about his movies. His movies are literally just explosion and hot women. He does not care about anything else. Like, don't sit here and try to tell me he's a master of the craft. Like, he just doesn't care. It's a two and a half hour commercial. If you enjoy it, you enjoy it. But don't try to tell me this is some masterpiece by any means. I mean, I just don't get Michael Bay. I mean, uh, yeah, so I guess... Uh, I mean, I get him. It's pretty simple. I mean, he just likes lots of money, lots of explosions. He's just disconnected. And... Like, at all cost, he will take any advertisements he can get. That's, he has no shame in his product placement, that's like, for sure. He will literally just have, like, I mean, like, literally, like, Red Bull. Just every street sign. Just yeah. like them, like, hey, you know, they yeah. sponsored us. Yeah, and most directors, like, try to, like, hide their product placement. Not not, uh, not Michael Bay. He puts I, it right out there. I mean, I'd definitely say if you're trying to, like, pay money to support a movie because you want your ad out there. Michael Bay's the guy. I promise. <laughs> he always gets that gigantic budget, which, I mean, I guess, I think his movies always make money, so that that's why. Oh, yeah. Which I don't understand why they make money. For sure. But uh, I guess that moves on to our uh, 
kind of a new movie. You know, Bad Boys for Life, it just came out. It's kind of dominating the box office right now. $90 million um, budget. Yeah, it comes in at two hours and four minutes. The exception is it is not directed by Michael Bay. And um, you can tell, I think. I mean, it's not like distinctly different, but I will say this. Uh, Will Smith, he still looks young, but you can definitely tell he's aging, man. I mean, this this was 17 years after the fact of Bad Boys 2. I mean, he just looks a little older. Like, he doesn't look bad. Like, Martin Lawrence is legitimately out of shape, fat. Oh, yeah. And is just 100%. phoning in the whole role. I mean, but Will Smith, he just kind of looks a little older. And this movie is like the BET's version of Irishman. And oh, I mean yeah. that not yeah. as a compliment. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It just, I mean, I'm glad it was done by somebody different just to see your perspective. I mean, they kind of went the Michael Bay route a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it feel, some things feel like it. I mean, the whole plot is Bad Boys, Mike Lowry, and Marcus Burnett are back together for one last ride in the highly anticipated Bad Boys for Life, you know. And um, basically throughout it is it's just they uh, have this lady who, like, is a witch, and she, like, um, is coming at... She has, like, all these people that basically put her away in prison. She has like, a hit list, and she has her son commit all the kills, right? And um, Rich Lowry and Will Smith gets gets shot up, you know? And uh, basically, through that, it creates Martin Lawrence's character. He says, listen, I'm not, I'm done officially now. Like, you got, you almost died out there, and I made a promise with God that I'm not going to cause any more violence. Doesn't matter to the whole plot, because that lasts for about 20 minutes. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I mean... It's not the strongest plot. No, f- but sure. I think, though, of all three movies, this one keeps the most consistent in its, like, plot. It's not just, like, Bad Boys 2 is zero plot. It's explosions, no, basically, yeah, the movie. Bad Boys has a little bit of one, I'd say but it's very, very plot. loose. It's basically this, the connection between the two, no villains or anything. Yeah. This one actually gives you a plot. I'm not saying it's great by any means, but it actually gives you a plot and, um... It's, yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, this one definitely looked like he tried harder. I mean, you have Vanessa Hutchinson, that's Hudgens. in it. Um, Alex Lugwin, which is, he's been in a lot. I mean, I know he plays in Vikings. He was in the new movie Midway. Um, he's just in a lot, like small roles, kind of. Uh, and I think those are the only real big names. Yeah. Me. I mean, this movie makes the most oh, sense out of the three. DJ Kyle's in it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. DJ Kyle. <laughs> Yeah, this movie makes the most sense, but it is definitely, I don't know, for me, I think it's actually the worst out of the three. Yeah, um, I don't know, I, I didn't, I actually found it kind of funny. Really? I mean, I did not think it was good. I laughed at some parts, like, I've laughed at, I laughed probably the same at all three, I mean, the second one, I think that's the funniest one, but. I disagree, I think, like, this one had a worse plot than the first, but I think. I mean, just hate the end. It definitely had a better plot than the second. I hate, I think (laughs) I think this one had, like, a, I don't necessarily want to say better plot, but I'm saying it's like, it had a better, it, I hated the sun thing, I mean, not to spoil it, but, yeah, the son of the you, witch, you know, you I, I don't like it either, the ending was terrible, there's no, there's no doubt the ending is terrible. Yeah, I spoiled it, if you haven't seen it, but you literally see it the first 10 seconds of the movie, like, you know what's going on, and it's just, there's some really, really cheesy parts in the movie, like, the whole scene where he actually finds out he's like 
finds out in the cheesiest way. Like, he, there's no way he'd know. Like, he literally looks at, like, a footprint, and he's like, she had a baby. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I just don't, this one felt the most boring. Because even though Michael Bay is Michael Bay, and I really don't like his movies, he still finds a way to be somewhat entertaining. This movie just felt drier. I mean, Martin Lawrence's character in this is, he's just fat and lazy, and that's how they're supposed to be. They kind of play off of it, and I'm kind of glad in some ways they don't play too much. Like, they don't make him be, like, a superhero by any means because it would just be unrealistic, but he just phones in this performance. Like, he's just, just like, cast a check, I don't care, because he is just, does not care in this movie. It's just, it's just a not a great, it's yeah. just not a great. It's just not a great movie. I don't think this whole franchise is great, but it's this movie is just dull compared to the other two. Even though it might have like it sticks to its plot better than the first two, it just I don't think it's that great. Also, you know what made me really mad, which I don't think you picked up on, but um, in the movie, there's a scene in the beginning, basically before stuff hits the fan. Yeah. And it's a scene of the Miami shoreline, right? Yeah. And you see CVS, right? Yeah. And it's just like kind of one of the picture, and it like stays at one level, right? Well, then midway through the movie, probably on the end of the side of midway through the movie, they use that same picture, but then just pan up. And I'm like, you couldn't have gone literally a mile down the beach and done the same thing or vice versa? Like... Why'd it have to be the same? It literally was the same exact shot. Like, I guarantee those two shots were the same shots. Just they cut out the panning on the first one up. And I was like, that's just, like, lazy. Like, yeah, why? No. Also, the CGI in this was pretty bad for the most part, in my opinion. I'd agree. Um, also, <sighs> I mean, they did play them off as older, but... Will Smith and Martin Lawrence running was like that's what I'm saying. It, it's literally the Irishman, the BET version of Irishman. I know they like the did worst everything they could to make them tr- like try, but like it was, it was not pretty. Yeah, I also I the big one of my biggest pet peeves with this movie is I felt like 85 percent of the shots were shot with the extreme close up, like the whole movie was just of their faces. Yeah, there and was I don't a lot. Understand, like I don't understand like they're in Miami, they're in this big city, whatever. I mean, there's always people around them, but the whole movie, like, in the cars, it's directly on their faces. Like, the whole movie is just basically face shots, extreme close-ups, the whole movie. I It started bothering me. I don't even know why, but, like, for me to notice something like that, it has to be, like, really, like, bad. And I did notice it. And, like I said, this one's just the most dull out of the three. I mean, I mean, guess what, what are your ratings for the three, I mean, Seth? Well, what I would say about... um it being dull and all is the thing that made me mad in the end is at the very end they were panning it for another bad boys or like they could oh play yeah it, yeah they yeah, could play yeah, it off yeah. multiple ways it, it's gonna be like probably like another bad boys but that new team is gonna take over their yeah spot. well i think i think basically marn lawrence has done he might make like a cameo in the next one, but there's gonna be another movie, and Will Smith is gonna be in it. Oh yeah, well that's what I mean. Like Will Smith will join the team, and the, it takes off from that. New yeah, I, I agree with you. I think there's nothing worse. I was trying to think of the movie in the back of my head, but there's nothing worse to me than a really bad movie or just a bad movie. I don't even think this is bad. A mediocre movie, and it's just a setup for more of them. I'm just like, 
Because the thing is, they know this movie's good. They slapped the name Bad Boys on this and put Will Smith on screen. It's going to make money. Well, Will Smith honestly brings in money like Adam Sandler does. No, no, no. Adam, Adam, after Earth. I mean, Will Smith has some real bad movies that did not make a lot of money. Adam Sandler yeah, but, is a box office god. Okay, Don't well, ever disrespect his name. <laughs> I definitely think Will Smith makes brings yeah. in money. I think this the I think the bad boys. Like I'm saying logo what I'm trying to say more. is like Will Smith isn't the most amazing actor at all. Oh, for sure. It's Will Smith and everything. He'll bring in more money than people like Daniel Day-Lewis, who is known as the best actor. But then again, Daniel Day-Lewis plays in a lot of films that most people wouldn't watch. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Adam Sandler generally does not play in good films. Yeah, he's just... So, he brings in... He's an anomaly. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. But, no. The whole point is what I'm trying to say is, the first one, it was like, okay. I mean, it, it wasn't that good. The second one, straight action for straight enjoyment. That was the only reason it was there. And I'm like, okay, I mean, I guess. And then the third one, it's like, just wasn't there. And then they're like, we're just going to make another one. Like, what are we making the second Transformers franchise? Like, you had a good first one. Let's just leave it alone after that. Why are we going to make eight more? Like, they're not good. Like, yeah, it's going to be enjoyable for the very few people. But the only, it's just the. I mean, the annoying. first two, the first two makes sense because the first one made a lot of money, and also even though it's eight years later, Will Smith at least is still in decent shape, and Martin Lawrence isn't like a bloated pig like he isn't. Well, that, that's why I said I said the second one like it was enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, my point is, let's not keep going on and on and on. Like, it's just not. Well, said twenty twenty is. Thing. We thought 2019 was going to be bad as the year of remakes. 2020 is turning out, at least with the movies that we see coming out, are all either sequels or remakes, pretty much. Yeah, it is. It's not looking good at all. I mean, for us. of course, like I said to Seth, is we always say this beginning of the year, and then by the time May hits, we'll start seeing some trailers for some, like, maybe indie films or more A24 films or stuff like that, and uh, might perk us up a little bit. But yeah, right now. And that's what you also got to think. The only movies that are this that are this far out, and then putting trailers out for, are really just like Disney movies or stuff like that, where they have this gigantic budget anyway. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it looks like another Disney year and uh, Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I give the first one a four. Uh, I did five. Yeah, I almost did, but like, I was like, it doesn't really deserve my mediocre. I, it, was, it was so mediocre to me. I'm like, if it's on, I'll watch it. Like, it didn't. And, I was okay with and it. Then the next two, I gave the same three. Really? Yeah. I actually gave uh, Bad Boys Two a six. So, this that last scene was so crazy. No, so I enjoyed it. It, it. was just. I bad. was like, I was like, yeah, I can watch this again. It was so bad acting. It was okay. It wasn't as bad as like Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, but like, it was not good acting. At all. Yeah, hot take. Tokyo Drift is not the worst ones. But go on. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, no, I... Uh, I'm not, no, Bad Boys 2 is a bad movie. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. I'm just saying, like, I would rewatch it and actually had some fun with it being so stupid. I'm not saying, like, I wouldn't rewatch it. I'm just saying it's not a good movie. That's I agree. That's all I'm saying. But I gave it a six. Okay, and then I gave... Which, actually, I was in, like... Uh, rock in a hard place like I 
Bad Boys for Life was okay to me, but it just was so unneeded that I didn't like it. Yeah, Bad Boys for Life is a five for me. It it basically is like the most mediocre movie, so that's why I gave it a five. I was just like, I really don't, I don't care. I didn't hate it. It was okay. Parts of it, some of it was funny. Yeah. So, um, I guess. I mean, that's going to basically conclude, so I'm going to just shout out a movie. Since we're talking about cop movies, I did watch recently, and I got killed to watch, uh, End of End of Watch, which is a Jake Gyllenhaal movie, which we all love Jake Gyllenhaal, great actor. And then he also got uh, Pena, Michael Pena in it, which is generally is not, plays the best role in movies, like... But this is actually his best movie. And I will say it's his best movie with confidence. Because it is his best movie. Like, he actually acts and plays a big role. And it's actually good acting. And it's nice to see for once. You also got uh, Anna Kendrick. Kendrick, yeah. Yeah, I I, I enjoyed the movie. Seth showed me it. It's been on my watch list for a little while. It's kind of like almost... if. They're trying to shoot it kind of like a documentary style kind of movie because it's all supposed to be like for Jake Dylan Hall's like college college paper or video where he has yeah. like a video. But yeah, I mean, uh, not to go too deep into it, but um, yeah, I I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought the ending was kind of rushed or poorly thought out. But besides that, I, yeah, it was pretty good. It was a pretty good cop movie. Um, I, I definitely yeah, it was, suggest, it, was, it was a good watch. It's a fun watch, I think. I definitely suggest this over the Bad Boys. Even though a whole episode is about the Bad Boys, like I definitely think this is a yeah. lot better cop movie than the Bad Boys. Like, and it feels kind of realistic in the sense because, like Caleb said, it, he, it's all like trying to take place like it's Jake Gyllenhaal's documentary because it's all just camera recordings from Jake Gyllenhaal, and it, that I mean. I, I just liked it. It was in, it was a very enjoyable movie. Yeah. Uh, quick quick shout out to some movies that I just saw. Also, I mean, uh, Seth and I both watched The Nightingale, which was 2019. Um, not great. I thought it was gonna be a lot better. A little disappointed. It was kind of cool. I mean, basically a revenge plot movie sent like Britain in like what, I think the 1700s or something like yeah, that. It's, you it's know, late. it's okay. It was uh it was interesting. Uh, 1825. Yeah, it was, wasn't wasn't anything great. Uh, watched uh finally got around to the documentary Dear Zachary, a letter a letter to a son about his father, documentary about this father who was uh killed by his fiance and they had a kid together. One of the most depressing movies I've ever seen. Really good. Check that out. And then uh the final one that I want to shout out real quick is uh Seth and I both watched Sunshine. Which I think was like a yeah. really solid sci-fi yeah. thriller. I was, you know, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great. I didn't think it was great by any means, but I mean, it's a fun sci-fi thriller that you don't have to think hard about. It, it's it's kind of cool for sure. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah. So um. Yeah, I mean, check them out. Check out some of those movies if I, you want. I mean, even though I haven't seen all the movies, Kilps you just said. Nine Gales on Hulu. Do Zachary's on Prime. Uh, and to watch it on Netflix. Yeah. So, so I would definitely say you should check them all out. Is uh, Sunshine on anything? Uh, no, he's on the blue. Yeah, I knew we think, have I, it, but I don't think it's on. Anything. I wasn't sure if it was on anything. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think it is. Um. So yeah, tune in with us. Get your friends to tune in with us. Get your family to tune in with us. Get your if you have like little infants, get them to tune in on us. 
so they can like learn knowledge. Exact knowledge, baby. Yes, straight knowledge. If you have any knowledge. questions, please contact us on our Gmail, royalcheesepodcast at gmail dot com, or you can DM us through Instagram and follow us, Royal Cheese. Yeah. On uh, Instagram. Next episode, if we don't put out our best of two thousand nineteen, it will be the gentleman. Which is coming out, which is um, a Guy Ritchie film. We'll also throw in our 1917 review, which is obviously a little late for that. And for a third, we're going to do Color Out of Space, which is uh, Nicolas Cage. So, I mean, yeah. basically we have to go see it. We're forced to by law. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's so, that's uh, that's about it, boys So and girls. Yeah. So No, no, no disrespect. <laughs> so we'll see you later. Just remember, we took a film class, so we know what we're saying. All right. Peace out, guys. Bye.